All right. Start pumping. All right. Shots for your thoughts. Shots Episode for your one. thoughts. <laughs> what is up, dudes? Let's get it. It's exciting. Yes, it is. Very exciting. Uh, okay. So, what do you want to talk about? Whatever. Want to talk about stigmas between men and women? Yeah. Actually, let's talk about the podcast and what we're doing oh okay why we decided or you i guess decided to do this yeah so i think that me and you have gotten into some intellectual conversations as i like to call them (laughs) which Um, are really just very intense almost arguments yes debates (laughs) Debates. Debates. let's call them debates what they are okay but uh, it always happens when we're drinking, because, you know, I think I think best when I'm a little bit tipsy. And people are most open when yeah. they're tipsy. Right. Yeah, I think alcohol is like a truth serum, you know, gets people loose, not all scared to, like, say how they really feel, mm-hmm. which is why people get in trouble sometimes. Okay, you. Me, all the time. Especially when I get on Facebook. Right. When I'm drunk. It's a bad idea, dude. So we just decided to... Turn it into a podcast, basically. and So then I can just be like, hey, instead of posting on Facebook and having friends and family block me, (laughs) I'll just make a podcast and we'll put it out there and see what happens. We'll grab a drink and a topic and roll with it. So I am drinking on Fireball, Fireball. which is my all-time favorite. Signature. My signature drink, Cinnamon Nectar of the Gods. And what are you having? A little I don't really have a signature. I just kind of, you're I just, just float around. Yeah, you're just a, a beer, just big whatever old is available. Drainage ditch for <laughs> yeah. alcohol. Kitchen just whatever sink. Whatever. <laughs> bring it on, dude. Yes. yes. I'll drink beer. Drink the hard mm-hmm. stuff. What's your favorite? Whatever. though? What's your favorite? See, I don't know if I have a favorite. Like, you know what I think your favorite is? Beer. No. I think you drink beer just because it's easy and it's available, mm-hmm. and everybody drinks beer. Right. You know, I think your favorite, like other than like wine or whatever, wine is like beer for me. But yeah. your favorite, I think, is like Crown Apple and Sprite. Yeah. You like you like fruity drinks a little bit, but not too also, fruity. Yeah, they can't be too sweet. I think that's why I like beer is because I actually like alcohol. Yeah, I like the taste of alcohol. I don't. You don't. I like, like to what taste alcohol, alcohol does. Right. Yeah. That's why I like Fireball because it's cinnamon. Yeah. Like I can do any flavored anything. I don't like it too sweet. I can't do Jack. No. Like plain Jack, can't do it. Like Crown. No. Eh. The only th- I do like Hennessy. 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 I have never seen you drink Hennessy. That's because you ain't never ever. hung with me and my boys. Oh wait, you were you, is that where you were doing shots of on yes. New Year's Eve when I was pregnant? Okay. That and other things. And then I threw up on the way home. But we'll talk about that on another <laughs> episode. So Yeah, so anyway. I personally would like to talk about the stigmas between men and women. Now obviously there are it's a pretty ton. good topic. Yeah, yes. we could go on for days about that. And there are a ton of known ones. And we, we can kind of, you know, start with those, like the known ones for like men and women. But I want to kind of dive into the not so known ones, the ones that aren't really talked about, especially for men. Like yeah. I can't really speak on women's behalf, but I can definitely speak on like a male perspective, especially with like raising a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think that there is obviously a big 
I guess you could say, like, double standards, stigma, difference between men and women in, like, let's say the workforce. Like, I do think that it is a very real thing that women get paid less than men Definitely. on a lot of stuff. Definitely. Like, um, let's say, like, if you're in construction and you're not in, like, the union. Like, if you're in a union, everybody gets paid the same. It doesn't matter if you're man, woman, black, white, brown, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, let's say, like, you work for a construction company and you're in, like, the office or you're, like, a higher up there, Mm -hmm. you would probably make cents to the dollar as a man in the exact same position, even if you have more experience, even if you're better at your job, even if if you've been there longer. Is that just because it's, like, a male-dominated field? Yes. Potentially? Also, I I mean, there are All of history has been male-dominated. And it's definitely tailored towards men. Yeah. Especially, like, rich old white men. But that's another topic that we can get into later. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think that men have kind of set the standard for what they want. And, like, I mean, it's obvious. Like, you you could take it all the way back to, like, women's suffrage. Like, you guys couldn't vote for a very long time Mm -hmm. other than, like, Montana. Montana was like, if we're going to come in to the union, like, we're going to allow women to vote. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, Montana was, like, the only state that allowed women to vote. Didn't know if you know that little I did not hashtag know fact. that. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually Montana. I think it's Montana. It might be Wyoming. It's one of those butthole we'll of America states. Check this yes. Later. <laughs> yes, anyways. So, I do think that that is a very big, obvious thing. But I do see a lot of arguments where, like, so they take, like, LeBron, and he's making, like, a gajillion dollars. And then they take this other girl, I don't know her name, and that just goes to show again the double standard like another a female a basketball, female basketball in okay. WNBA and she has the exact same rings as George or as uh, LeBron she has the same like like better winning percentage like pretty much all her yeah, stats are that. are 100% on and WNBA, she's making less like, how when was the last time you even watched a right. WNBA game? that is also a big thing you got to <laughs> take what the company makes so the NBA makes a gajillion dollars, just like LeBron James does. Yeah. And the WNBA probably does not make that. No. Not anywhere near that. Right. They don't play the same amount of so games. So I don't think that's necessarily yeah. comparing apples to apples. Like, when you look at, like, the Maybe soccer soccer national team, the men's team makes more than a women's team, mm-hmm. but the women's team has, like, dominated the sport. Like, they're yeah. phenomenal. But they don't get paid as much. But it's kind of makes sense because, you know, they're, they're, it's not as recognized. You know, it's not, like, I think women's soccer is a lot more recognized than, like, the WNBA. Right. But compared to, like, the men's national team, I don't think that they get nearly the views. They don't bring in the revenue. So you can't really justify paying them the same amount. But then you have, like, actors. That is, I think, one of the biggest ones where it's, like, very obvious, like, women actresses get paid way less than male actors do. I think that that's a big thing. So, how do you feel about that? Do you agree with that? I agree with that. How do you feel about that for, like, your profession? Do you think that you're on par with, like, other men in your field, or do you think it's, like, way different? I mean, I feel like the only men, like, in my field, I work in the optometry field i guess so what are optometry people don't always know what are optometrists eye doctors okay some people (laughs) might not know but like the old 
work in that field are like the doctors. There are female doctors. I work with right. a couple female doctors, but most Do of you... them, of like the 10 that we have at my practice are men. And then most of the office like support are women there's a very few like men who do what i do i guess two questions on that do you think that the female doctors get paid the same as the male doctors i don't know i i'm sure you don't know what they get paid because you're not in hr and all right yeah you can't really talk about that anyways but do you think from your experience that the men and the women doctors get paid about the same or do you have any idea I, yeah, I guess I have no idea even what is normal for an optometrist period right. to make. Right. So I really wouldn't know what. We need like a tech guy who can like Google stuff for us like yeah, Joe Rogan and has and just pull it up on our TV. Yeah, yes. and like, oh, there it is. <laughs> um, the so other, what other like stigmas? Well, hold on. I, I have another question okay. about that. Do you think that it's weird that you are a very female oriented office except for the people that are in charge do you do you think that that's weird how do you feel about that does it make you uncomfortable ever or do you think it's just completely normal like because you're in like sales like you sell glasses mm-hmm. you, and stuff like that it's not just like nurses are like taking care of people like you're actually selling glasses and yeah, you're doing stuff like it that. doesn't feel weird to me just because you've been doing it so long you think? right yeah maybe i'm just like desensitized but it's kind of like construction where you go and it's obvious you're gonna see a ton of men and then you'll see a few women yeah yeah okay um the other one that i think is really big to me is body image oh that's a huge one there is a very very large pro body love your body movement for women which i think is phenomenal like your size uh, doesn't equal your worth, and whatever the other, yeah. like, uh, whatever slogans are. But uh, I, I think that what goes very unrecognized is the male image. I think that you always see, like, oh, hey, look, there's this swimsuit. Victoria's Secret just had its first plus-size model, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, which they're still working on, and they're still... A lot of room to yeah, improve like, in that aspect because the plus size models are not plus size models they're average i mean nor, so not average more i guess are like more true to i guess i don't know they're not as average anymore like they yeah. are trying to be more inclusive yes like for example shopping like online at old navy like now they actually include like what a size four woman would look like in this sweater and then a size like 16 woman would look like in the same sweater like they actually show you that now i will say for me the only time i have ever seen a body on a man that looks somewhat like me was rihanna's male image that she just put out very first time like you don't see that very no, often. No, you don't see like when you husky yes. Men. Like they talk about like the dad bod movement yeah. and all that stuff, and and like there's a an interesting YouTube um, video where there's um, they like say like oh what kind of body are you into, and they're interviewing these girls on the beach, mm-hmm. and like every girl's like oh dad bod dad bod dad bod, and then they bring out a guy who has a six pack the 
upside down Dorito shape, like phenomenal looking man. Even I can say, yeah, I want that guy. And they all pick that guy. Like, I want that guy instead of the dad bod. And <laughs> so, like, I think that there is effort in the, oh, yeah, dad bod and all that. But it's they not were, advertised, though. Like, and also the just... dad bod that they're talking about is someone with big muscles and, like, they're just a thicker in shape guy it's not a six pack it's maybe a four pack right yeah you know it's not a true dad bod like when i even for example on my phone you just pull up like any male anything site yeah any place that sells clothes like Mm -hmm. i mean it's all six pack six pack six pack they're skinny they're they're good looking dudes good looking dudes chunky husky husky i prefer husky (laughs) thick Thick with three C's. Yes, thick. There's none of that. Yep. That's just, that's one of the big things that I noticed. And that's... Yeah. And I never really noticed it. Like, I've noticed it, but I haven't really understood how it affected me until I saw, you know, that shirtless thick boy Mm -hmm. showing off them uh, pajamas. And I was like, wow, that's like, that's what I kind of look like. I mean, he looks better than me, obviously. He's a model. But I'm like, my body is not far from that body. Right. And that was that was awesome. Like, And then if you get on Twitter and you go into the replies of that or the retweets, it's just guy after guy saying, I've never seen anybody that looks like me model anything before. Right. And I think that that's sad, you know. And I think it's like a good thing that it's like starting to become known and it's starting to become like a big thing. And, you know, but I think that that's something that definitely needs worked on and it's not talked about. It's like, you know, skinny guy here. Like, even if you look at any yeah. any movie, anything ever, have you ever seen a very average, thick, fat, whatever you want to call it, I'm leading guy? I'm just, like, showing you this. Like, yeah, you're not paying friends. attention. Yeah, I something. am. <laughs> I was just kidding. pulling this up, so, like, pair of jeans, and then Oh, then the there's, yeah. Yeah. So Those are thighs that are touching and yes. are normal. Like, they show you both. Uh. I don't know if you know this, but I see a lot of women that are like, I want a thigh gap. Thigh gap is not determined by your weight. Just so you know, a thigh gap is based on like your pelvis and your hips and stuff like that. It has nothing to do with your weight. It's all genetics. So I'm just throwing that out there for the women that don't know that. (laughs) So learn you something today. Um, But yeah, like if you look at movies or TV shows, think of one leading actor who gets the girl who like does all that i don't know the only thick guys thick. are like the stupid funny ones yes. like alan in the hangover right like and he's dumb. not a heartthrob no, in the hangover no he's meant to be the clown right okay so knocked up seth rogan yeah thick boy nice yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> skinnier than a lot of thick boys but still thick yeah. boy he's just the funny stoner guy yeah. who kind of gets his life together yeah. he's still a funny stoner guy. Yeah. There's no serious, like, Fortune 500 running CEO that's, you know, thick and all the women want yeah. him. You know, that's not a thing. Right. And I'm not saying, like, you have to be attracted to guys that are big because they got money or because they're, you know, important or because they're funny. Whatever. Like, I'm not saying that. And you are attracted to what you're attracted to. But mm-hmm. there are 7 billion people on this planet there needs to be some more well, diversity. Yeah, they just, yeah, just kind of body type wise and racial wise and 
you know, sex-wise and gender-wise and all that. There right. needs to be more diversity in everything. Yeah, you can just but assume that, I don't know, that that's not the norm, that right. that's not That's not wanted. What, it's not yeah, desired. It's, yeah, it's not a desired right. image mm-hmm. for women. And that sucks. Or even men to watch, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because when you look at, like, let's say Fifty Shades of Grey, that dude's good looking, he's rich, he's yeah. got, you know, dark hair. I am a thick, average height ginger <laughs> that's tatted up. <laughs> tatted beard. Tatted boy. I've never ginger. seen anybody that looks like me that is a, like, leading person that people yeah. are like, I want to be like that guy. Right. But, like, when you go to bed at night and you, like, at least for me, I like to like start my dream before I actually go to sleep if that's a thing I don't know I like to daydream while I'm sleeping like trying to sleep yes but like you think I think immediately I'm skinny you know I got a good body you know my Mm -hmm. face looks different I still have my red hair but you know I'm rich and powerful all that but the always no matter what it is I'm always in good shape and that's kind of taxing on your mental state when you're trying to relax and you're like okay you know subconsciously like i don't always recognize it but sometimes i'm like why am i always making myself a six-pack fucking freak beast media and that's what you're constantly exposed to it's what you're forced to already think in your mind like i should be this way i should be this guy this is the epitome of success yeah which also i feel like men have a very high standard when it comes to success now like women i don't know i can't really speak on that what what is like when you think of like a successful woman mm-hmm. what do you think of and i'll tell you what like i imagine act- like a career no or something? just like if you think about like just like successful woman like what do you picture like do you like is it like a good mom is it like a good job is it like skinny is it rich is it this is it married is it married to a good guy is it married to a rich guy like what is it maybe both like all of them all of them i don't know it just kind of depends i think i just think success is what you want it to be like it's not just like a vague like oh she's successful (laughs) because right i agree i think I guess what... What do you think society wants you to be? I think society wants a woman to work outside the home mm-hmm. and but also be present for her kids. Right. And it's very demanding on, like, the woman's time, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, they want them to work full-time but also take care of mm-hmm. their kids and not miss anything and... You know, but do you think it's also widely accepted for women to be stay-at-home moms? Where you're just, your full-time job is being a mom. Do you think that that's widely accepted? Yeah. Still? Yeah, I think it's accepted. Do you think it's widely accepted for a man to be a stay-at-home dad? Oh, no. Obviously. Yeah, no. that's 100% very, 100% no, like, dude. frowned upon. I think that when I imagine a successful man and what society imagines as a successful man other than the appearance which is like you know skinny full head of hair which is another thing gotta have hair if you're a man six pack all that huge dick whatever mm-hmm. you gotta be a manager you gotta be in charge you gotta be 
have a good job, a really good job. You got to be in charge. You got to have a lot of money. You got to be all that, and you got to be and you got to have a like. Like obviously depends, but like yeah, I think like when like if you're thinking of it as a societal a societal standpoint, it's you're successful, you're a powerful man in a high position, and you're rich, or not even necessarily rich, but you're well off. You got a nice house, you got a nice car, you have a beautiful wife, you have a bunch of kids, you're a great father, all of that stuff, and that is very, very taxing on men. I think, Just and to that's like live up to. yes, to try to live up to because no matter what you do, it's not enough when you look at it. That, and I think that that's why men have such a high suicide rate, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of ties into you don't have any rights as a man when it comes to being a parent. Like, obviously you do, and it's a lot better now, but a lot of states are still very mother-based. Like, doesn't matter what you do as a man. Like, You're the mom can just fucking take the kid and nobody questions it, but if the dad takes the kid, then it's kidnapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you got that, and then you got, you know, like, let's say you're a girl dad like I am. Two beautiful girls. Amazing. You know, I'm a stepdad and I'm a biological dad, so I got kind of got the best of both worlds. Yeah. But it's very hard to be a man and have that masculinity and still be a girl dad because I'm a very I think I'm a, a great girl dad because I'm very sensitive. I'm yes. very in touch with my emotions. I'm not afraid to cry, it laugh, fits have you fun, very well. get my makeup done, mm-hmm. look like a mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll do all of that. But I think that some people look at that and like if I was raising a kid that way or like a boy that way it would be very looked down upon and even I mean even like when you know we have two girls and it's like oh are you gonna try for a boy right why why do why I have to try we, for yeah, a boy why, why? That's <laughs> just, just because you're a man and you should have a son right that's what people think would I love to have a boy obviously but I, I wouldn't know how to raise a boy cause I am very emotional man. Me either. And you, yeah. You're not. I think like you would be better at raising. Yes. I'm like, not an alpha. No. <laughs> I'm not an alpha. Like, come out here. I'm an omega. Scrape this. Not. A, I'm not a, grease or like you don't do that. <laughs> I'm not a beta either. I'm not like a follower. But I'm just. I I do my own thing. I'm like I don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm. Not, I don't yeah. want to lead a pack. But I no. also don't. You know. I'm my own thing. I'm a one man wolf pack. Yeah. Alan. So. But yeah, I think that that's that's a big thing. Is like you gotta have a boy, you gotta pass on your, your mm-hmm. you know, no. Like I want to raise two amazing women. I mean, if we had another one, yeah, it'd be cool. Be cool, and we figure like it out. I'm, we're gonna keep trying till we get a boy, right? And, and I'm not gonna ever be disappointed that I didn't have a boy, right? Like you see those like gender reveals and the and the dad season, he's like all upset, or the mom's yeah. all upset. It's like wow cool like your kid's gonna watch that later and be like yeah they were real excited to have me like you know thanks dad for crying that you found out i'm me like i get that mm -hmm. like i think having girls is like the best thing for me like i know i I can be in touch i can be sensitive i can i want to help pick out their outfits and do their hair and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i think that a lot of men are like that but they're either not raised or they're afraid to be like that you know they think it's weird like you know kind of like you know 
it's taught that like no we don't do that i played with barbies when i was like growing up like i did their hair i did all that and i got made fun of but (laughs) well like kids at like the store see me with a barbie and they'd be like making fun of me and stuff but that's what I like to do. Yeah. I also like playing with G.I. Joe's and playing baseball and scraping my knee and all that. But I think that there's such a toxic vibe around masculinity and nobody knows what it is. Like, everybody thinks masculinity has to be powerful in charge and this and that. And big, beefy, hairy man. Right. Me, man, you woman kind of thing. But really... I think masculinity is just being secure in who you are. Like, not being afraid to be like, I like girly yeah, drinks. I like, like pina coladas. I like ballet. Yeah. You know? Which I like all those things. Yeah. yeah. Just like our drinks. I like, cats. like You like the girly drinks, and mm-hmm. I will drink beer. Yeah. And even when we go I to, like, a restaurant yeah. or a bar or something, and yeah. they, you know, the waitress brings the two drinks. They set it one down in front of you. Yeah, one in they front set of me. the beer in front of you and like the Shirley Temple in mm. front of me, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I, I take the beer and the Shirley Temple's for him. <laughs> I think one of the most important things that we did when we started dating was we didn't have that typical man woman expectation. Like, yeah, I wasn't always the one that had to pay. Obviously, you <laughs> you weren't always the one that had to, you know do this and that i don't always have to buy flowers and you know it's just it was nice to not but it was also funny Even like our very first date mm-hmm. like i paid motherfucker. for it <laughs> motherfucker i <laughs> paid for you... part of it okay okay yeah that's true we went yes. dutch yes kind we of split it kind of but i was open I and paid honest for the dinner and you paid for concert because i would i just bought a house i was a very strapped man yeah. working a early, job early 20s, yeah early 20 but early 20s i own my own house like that's right baller yeah people but that meant i didn't have a lot of extra money don't even yeah so like i was like hey i'll buy the concert tickets if you buy dinner because i can't afford both so right and you stuck with me and look where we are yeah we were married three years later yeah <laughs> But I think that that was very important. And that's just how I've always been. I've never been one of those typical manly men, masculinity, you got to do this, I got to do that. These are our roles. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very, I don't want to label on anything. I want to be who I am, you be who you are, and we'll just m- make this thing work. Yeah. You know? that's, yeah. I think there's too much pressure on labeling yourself as something. I think it's important for a lot of people who have been lost to like, find their label, this is who I am, to finally feel secure and home, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just think for me personally, putting labels on things causes too much stress for myself. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's different than trying to fit into a pre-made label. Right. Like you're being something that society says you should be. Like, even in high school, like, I, like people would say, like, oh, are you gay? Like, because I wrestled, and... I was in touch with my uh, feelings. I wrote poetry. I hung out with, you know, the gay kids and went to lunch with them all the time. And was just, I've I've always been very secure in who I am. Right. Yeah. And you're I've just never an open-minded person. Very open-minded. Yeah. And you're not, I don't know, judgmental. I guess or homophobic. You just 
you're cool with whoever is cool. Like mm-hmm. you were friends for yeah. you know a really long time with I definitely, a trans individual. Yes. And I, I definitely think that I'm very vibe oriented versus right. You know yeah whatever you want to call it right. Like as long as we're cool, we're cool. Yeah. I, you know, and sometimes there are people that, like, I'm cool with that I do not like at all. Because, like, I just, like, you just instantly get that weird vibe from them. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like you. Like, you're a super nice person. You're amazing. Yeah. I still hate you. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> like, our vibes just are not linking up. Yeah. But it's not because. Because of anything well, you've done. you're gay and I'm a straight man, so there's right. no way we could ever Or I'm white, you're black. Or, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I totally agree with that. Or uh, any other stigmas that you've noticed in life, like even for like no- things that you've noticed about men that like I haven't mentioned, maybe. Hmm. I definitely think mental health is Oof. a big one, and That's a just good one. you know when it comes to like therapy and seeking counseling or just being open and talking about. Anything that's feelings Any related. Any mental health, yeah, related issue is taboo. Yes, almost yeah, for it's men. very hush hush when it comes to a man's mental health. Right, I I definitely agree with that. Like, I you do know, think that the world is more accepting of you know like mental health in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's way different than it used to be. Like it used to be very. Oh yeah. Or Everything was a like mental you illness. Went to therapy, you were crazy. You were automatically like, "Oh my God, she has some like horrible disease or something." Right. And now it's so much more accepted and talked about. And but but it's still for not men as right accepted for men. This is mostly tough. females on yes. social media who talk about their therapist and mental health awareness and things Mm -hmm. like that and i think like like if you look at like facebook or twitter or whatever i noticed the other day this guy like screenshotted another guy that was like crying all the time like literally posting Mm -hmm. pictures of himself crying and like talking about his feelings and stuff like that and shared it making fun of him and everybody's making fun of him now if there was a girl that was like post a picture of her crying and like i need help I'm, i'm so lost I feel like a ton of people would be there for her. It wouldn't be a topic of, ha, 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 look at this person struggling. Right. It would be like, oh, my God, are you okay? What can I do? Whereas now it's a man. It's like, suck it up, get your shit together kind of thing. And I think that that's tough for men. It's very tough, which I think why a lot of men, um, I think it's more common then people realize that men have like eating disorders and men have like self-harm issues and men mm-hmm. have like depressive thoughts and suicidal thoughts and like stuff like that i think that that's because they don't they're not, like allowed they're not allowed to, to talk about it open about yeah their struggles i mean even if you look on like on any social media it's like fellas like you know it's suspect or feminine to like go have a manicure it's like why it's like i'm literally having clean fingernails and that makes me gay you know like even if i was painting them who gives who cares yeah you know i mean you go i mean we 
you haven't you don't go a lot and you haven't gone a lot but one that's time, just because it's expensive like, like, i love yeah. doing it like going like, and getting pedicures, pedicures and oh stuff my god just the massage uh, alone i feel it's orgasmic so, yeah, yeah amazing i i also think that there is a um it's very weird for men to tell their friends they love them and a lot of men feel very weird when you tell them you love them. Because they don't hear that growing. That's not a thing. You know, like when you're babies, I love you. But, like, do you tell your 13-year-old son, like, hey, son, I love you? Like, right. that's not a thing, like, yeah. that people do. You know, my dad was pretty good with it. And I think that that's part of why I am the way I am. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad's had some, you know, questionable stuff happen, but. You know, I think that that is something that they did do very well. And they they did show me a lot of love growing mm -hmm. up. And I think that that's why I'm so open and loving. Yeah, because they made know. it normal. Yes, it was a normal thing. You know, I didn't really see my dad cry ever, except for like once or twice. But, you know, I was never like ashamed to cry. Mm -hmm. I was never like told like, oh, suck it up, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, on a few things. But, like, it was, you know. But also I was raised, like, in a very Christian household. My dad was a pastor. And it was very, like, Holy Spirit-like type religion. Very free and open and right. feel all of the feelings. all Overcome with emotion. Speak in tongues. Cry. All that. That was very accepted. So I think that that's also part of the reason why. But, you know, like... I started doing that, like, every job I've gone to, I've ended up in, like, a group chat, and, like, we all talk a lot of shit about each other, and we all joke around, but, like, I've always made it a point to, like, tell people I love them, especially, like, when they're leaving, like, because it's funny, like, I, like, everybody laughs, but it's also important. Right. Like, I'm like, hey, I love you, and, like, haha, and, like, hardly anybody says it back. Now, there are a few people that I'm, like, <laughs> Hardly anybody says it back. Yes. Now, there are a few people that I'm close to that will say it back. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, you know, there's this guy at Comcast that I worked with that I, like, said it to all the time. And he was very, like, awkward about it. You know, he just never said anything back. And, like, I get it. Like, it's weird. And it's funny, too, to, like, be awkward about it back. But, you know, I got some people to say it back. And, like, that's also why I wanted to do the shots for your thoughts and get tipsy. Because the same people that wouldn't say it back when you get them drunk, they will say it back. Mm -hmm. They will say, I love you, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. And it's not something weird. It's just like, hey, I love you. Like, why is that so weird to say to your male friend? Like, hey, bro, I love you. Like, I'm not girls kissing you on the mouth or nothing. All, yeah, yeah, we don't have to make out. But girls mm -hmm. do it all the time. Right. Like, I love you, bitch. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love you, bitch. Yeah. Maybe I should just <laughs> add bitch to everything. <laughs> yeah. I love you, bro, bitch. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's just, not, that is very something really interesting that I've noticed. That was like. I also think that's just like. I don't know, like a personality thing, too. Like, I don't typically, I, I don't know, express things like that to my friends a whole lot. Just, mm -hmm. I'm not a huggy person. I'm not an outwardly emotional person. I think that's why we work so well, because I am a very touchy-feely man. Yeah. And that gets me in trouble. Like, I don't have to say I love you to my friends, like, mm -hmm. when they leave or when I get off the phone. And I do. Yeah. I, I do. I I text it. I say it. I mouth it. I put the little heart with my fingers. All, I don't care. I do it all. <laughs> Love you, bro. Especially when I'm drinking. I'm very, like, 
like your cousin gets so mad at me because I will like I love you and like kiss him on his little forehead and like <laughs> grab him by the back of his neck real hard and like look at him and tell him you know I just do that I want people to know that they're loved yeah and I think part of that is like stemming from like the depression and stuff that I've dealt with and like yeah you know I don't always feel wanted and loved so I want to show everybody that I love them like I want I want to inbox people that like just randomly hey bro I love you you're amazing just random stuff because I would love to get stuff like that yeah. I would love to get a random message from some dude I was friends with in third grade that's like, hey, man, you're doing an awesome job. Keep it up. I love you. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I feel like everybody would like that deep down. Yeah. You know? So I think, yeah, your experience, your life experience and, I don't know, things like that play into that, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Well. Yeah, so how long have we been going for? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's look. I don't know. I can't tell. Can't open it? Yeah, let me open it. Uh, 36 minutes. Not bad for the first one. Yeah. I, I think we'll like get we better should... as we go. Yeah. Write down it? different topics my, and stuff like that. This was just a good. rambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. But this is just kind of something that we kind of had an interesting talk or conversation on our way back from the store one day. And I was like, this would be good as a first topic. It's something we can talk about. Something mm-hmm. we've talked about before. It's got a lot of interesting points in it. Um, and, you know, not every week is going to be, like, heavy. Some weeks I want to do, like super fun facts and trivia and blah 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 whatever and then some weeks i'm going to get super heavy where you better bring your tissues and you probably want a bottle of jack for yourself and like sometimes i'll be arguing or, yeah. or debating it might be yeah. heavier you only drink one beer this time maybe next time you have one and a half because you're a super lightweight and we'll be I'm yelling super lightweight and it'll all be good but yeah some of those heated discussions what do I call them? Intellectual conversations. The intellectual conversations. Yes. That, Ooh, that means our next, no, maybe not the next one, but one of them should be, remember that app that we got, that astrology one? Yes, we How should talk about that. How accurate that shit is? That shit fucking freaks Especially me out. Especially when they actually bring up, like, yeah. the intellectual, like, conversations the in your app is It was called, like, holy shit. The app is called CoStar, so download that. <laughs> Do it, and then it's we can talk about it the accurate. next time. Yeah. And you guys will know exactly what we're talking about. So, but yeah, yeah, this was fun. This was I'm awesome. excited to do more. Yeah, so maybe next time um, we can dig a little bit more into who we are as people. We can talk a little bit more about ourselves. We'll have from. other people on here. Yes, eventually we will have other people on here. Um, we can talk about our age and stuff like that, where we're from and everything. But I think that this was a good start. Yay. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? No. All right. Cheers. Have a good night. <laughs>